Well, while you're getting prepped for the night, can I just tell you, I ordered something from a site that I don't think either of us care about. Maybe it's a, a site that is known for some nefarious things. And I'm not talking about OnlyFans. Can you order stuff through there? I thought maybe you were talking about Fleshlight. Unofficial sponsor of the podcast. Nope, nope. Just still. What? Sti- we'll nope. take that money. I will maybe- take that money. I will take <laughs> it way. Okay. Anyways, I bought something off of Wayfair. Mm, I bought a headboard. How many people did it come with? I was expecting at least one and it came with none. But what I got was wet. I'd give that a half star review then. Okay. The company aside, here is the reason why i bought a headboard off of wayfair it's because of friends isn't it i saw a tiktok that said hey men if you're in your mid to late 20s and you don't have a headboard i don't think you're an adult and most women will see you as not an adult agreed (laughs) now i need to preface this by saying my bed frame is quite nice it's from west elm so it's got to be high quality. I have a Casper middle tier mattress, not the bottom, not that garbage. So I feel like I'm sleeping well, but I didn't have a headboard. So I was like, Jesus, I got to go buy a headboard. This is so stupid. So naturally I go to the cheapest place I can think of, which is Wayfair. And there's where the problem starts. So mm-hmm. package shows up. And by the way, the package showed up right before you and I were going to go play golf. So I needed to get it in the house ASAP. Okay. Okay. Well, when I finally unboxed it a couple nights ago, I opened it up. I'm like, ooh, man, this smells like wet dog. This is weird. Ew. And then I, I noticed part of the package was torn and ripped. And I was like, oh, no, did this thing get wet? And when I get it out, there was a little bit of wetness on the cardboard. And then I noticed a fishy smell. Ew. Scott, there was mold growing oh. on the headboard. What was it made out of? The mold? I didn't lick it. No, no, no. The headboard. Headboard things? Like fa- fabric and wood? Fabric and wood. Okay. Can I just say that this is bad business practice? And I don't know what the Better Business Bureau actually does, but this is one of those moments where I was like, they should know about this. Like any normal human, I decided sure. I was going to take the appropriate choice of returning the product and not putting a moldy headboard next to my face when I sleep. Yeah, most most women probably wouldn't like that. They'd probably take the no headboard over uh, a moldy one. Either way, none of them are coming into my place anytime soon. (laughs) Pun intended. Okay, well, you went too far. That hurts. (laughs) So I went to to go make the return. And and, uh, they say, hey, I have two options for you. Option number one, you can keep the product and I'll give you an 80% refund. Oh, sounds bogus. So in tiny blue text... At the bottom of the page was, do you want to try option two? I was like, you motherfuckers, of course I want to take option two. Who wants 80%? Now, naturally, this thing wasn't very expensive. Relatively speaking, it was like 160 bucks, but it's still $160. So I take the blue pill. I go to option number two. Matrix, matrix reference. I understood that reference. Yeah. Option number two, Scott. Hey, we would like to offer you a full refund and keep the product. <laughs> <laughs> Here, you throw this away. Never mind. You know what? We said 20%. You convinced us 100%. Wow, that's shady. That's shady as shit. All right. This is one of those things where uh, we try to top the tater. And I'm going to see if I can outgross the story you just told me with. Because legitimately, throw that away, Willie. It should be in the garbage. I don't. You don't know that. It's from TIFU. Today I fucked up by using soy sauce. You like soy sauce? I think I'm going to until you're done with this story. All right. I see you've got a drink in your hand. Uh, Just keep it close by. Oh, God. 
This just happened, and I am still trying to cope with it. I love soy sauce and add it to almost everything as a seasoning. Eggs, noodles, veggies, you name it. Today Mm -hmm. was no different. I made myself some ramen noodles with veggies, poured some good old soy sauce over it, and was munching happily on it. It was delicious. Life was good. Now, the soy sauce I use has a small opening, and when you want to use it, you just tilt it and it pours out. You can unscrew the top off for refilling if you ever run out. And I always thought that was very handy. No annoying cap opening, anything like that until today. It's still pretty hot where I live and there's fruit flies everywhere. No. You leave your food uncovered for one minute and there's a whole damn invasion of them on it. Now I was chomping down on my food and suddenly I see movement inside the soy sauce bottle. What? No. One of those annoying fuckers actually managed to squeeze through the tiny little opening and was now flying around in there. Now, just obviously one. Just that's, one. Okay. I can handle yeah. one. Yeah. Now, obviously, that's disgusting. Nobody wants flies in their food. I had to get it out of the bottle so it wouldn't land on my next dish. So I quickly grab a cup and a sieve to get it out. I open up the bottle and pour the sauce into a cup through the sieve, and that little fucker lands on the sieve, but something else lands in it as well. I first thought it was old soy sauce that was somehow clumped together. Oh, how wrong I was. I take a closer look and I'm realizing it's a huge pile of dead fruit flies. Oh my. (laughs) I'm not kidding. It was the amount of two tablespoons. What? And the bottle and the bottle was pretty small. I gagged and immediately drained the whole soy sauce. I am utterly disgusted and now have to live with the fact that I've been eating fruit flies for a good amount of time. I wonder if I can ever use soy sauce normally again. I'd burn the house down. I'm done. I don't think I, I could ever eat it again. I have never been to a restaurant where something like that has happened, but it has always been one of my biggest fears. Ah. <laughs> uh... Welcome to the Front Podcast of the Internet. It's your host, Scott and Willie. How the heck are you doing today, Willie? You know, can I just say that all makes me sad. Yeah, it makes me sad too. I'm somebody who loves warm weather, mm-hmm. and the fact that I have to put more clothes back on is uh, it's very depressing. I do appreciate your calves anytime I get to look at them. Yeah, if you want to go look at my personal TikTok today, you can see them on display. Do you want me to just continue to objectify objectify you it's (laughs) i haven't gotten a lot of it in my life i'm gonna be honest it took me a long time to get to a spot where i was happy with the way i looked so now i've just you um you uh, um daddy sorry daddy sorry i mean daddy (laughs) sorry daddy sorry daddy sorry uh if you're not on tiktok that seems really out of place I think the other thing that's interesting, and we've talked about this on the last couple of episodes, one is people finished up school and now they're all going back to school. There's just this like this air of getting back to it. Back to the grind. Now, I think I look back at most of my college days and I think that fall season seemed to last a long time until it started getting really cold, which is surprising because in my head, it's going to be winter tomorrow. Yeah, and I mean, that's for us who live in a three and a half-ish season state. Now, on the other hand, when you went to college, were there people that you knew in your classes or did you meet some new friends when you were there? Uh, The first school I went to, there was only one or two people from my hometown that actually went to that school. The second school that I went to uh, had a ton. Okay, that's fair. 
Well, this week in Made Me Smile, there's the story of the first part of that. So this guy writes and says, I know I usually just post shitty jokes on my Twitter, but bear with me because I wanted to share something. So in one of my management classes, I sit in the same seat in the front every day. Every single day I sit there. Now, I also sit next to some foreign guy that barely speaks English. The most advanced thing I've heard the guy say in English is, wow, my muffin is really good. <laughs> this guy also has a habit of stacking every item he owns in the exact space I sit in. His bag, his food, his books, his phone are always right on my desk. Now, every single time I walk into class, this guy says, ah, Tom, you here? Okay. And starts frantically clearing my desk of his belongings. He then makes it a habit to say, ready for class? Yeah? And gives me a high five. Every day, this guy gives me a high five. He sounds like a nice guy. Uh, Tom apparently didn't think he sounded like a nice guy. He thought he sounded like he was annoying. So he writes, I was always annoyed with this guy. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Read the story ahead of time. <laughs> I'm thinking, dude, you know I sit in this seat every day. Why are you always stacking your shit here? And the last thing I want to do is give a guy a high, uh, that barely speaks my language a high five at eight in the morning. Just get your shit off my desk. But sounds today, like Tom doesn't drink coffee. Sounds like Damn. Tom's a dick. But today I came to class and was running a few minutes late. I'm standing outside because I had to send a quick text. I could see the usual space through the door out of the corner of my eye. Of course, my desk was filled with his belongings, the usual. As I'm standing there on my phone, another guy who is also late for class walks in before me and tries to take a seat in the closest seat to the door. This guy sitting next to me stops this dude from sitting down and says, I'm sorry, my good friend Thomas sits here. It was then that I realized that this guy wasn't putting stuff on my seat to annoy me. He was saving the seat every morning. And this whole time, he saw me as a friend, but I was too busy thinking about myself to take him into consideration. Cheesy as it sounds, I was touched. I ended up going into class, and of course, he cleared his seat and said, Ah, Tom, you're here. Okay. And I get a high five. At the, at the end of class, I end up asking him if he wants to get a bite to eat. We did, and we talked for a while, and... The guy moved here from the Middle East to pursue a college education in America. He plans to go back after he gets his degree. He's got two kids and a wife. He works full time and sends all of his leftover money back home to his family. I asked him how he liked America and he said he misses his family and is excited to be here. He also said that not every American is nice like you are. I bought lunch, of course. Dude deserves it. He gave me a high five for buying lunch. Got to keep the tradition. Moral of the story, <laughs> don't do what I did and constantly only think about yourself. It took me nearly an entire semester to get it out of my head and realize that this guy is just trying to be my friend. Better late than never. Yeah, I love that story. I read that a couple days ago. It's a good life lesson. And I'm glad this guy's learning it when he did earlier, the better, I guess. It's stories like that that make me think that the American dream that we grew up Maybe just you and I, not everybody from <laughs> from the sounds of it these days, grew up thinking was possible that anybody could come from anywhere and try to create a better life for themselves. And we would welcome them with open arms. You talk about the American dream, and I don't want to bring this to privilege, but here's Tom in a place of privilege, probably mom and dad helping him pay for school like I was in and didn't pay attention to somebody that was different than him. And when he finally did, he discovered... Oh, this person's pretty awesome. And by the way, by the sounds of it, 
is working their ass off way more than I am, I should feel pretty damn lucky for the things that I have. But I, I read this story and it's also the motto that I attempt to live by, which is who are those people that I instinctually think are more different than me? And how am I going out of my way to approach this person and get to know them in a way that has a genuine connection? That seems like a really good credo to live by. I support you 100%. Which is, which is why I said you had nice calves. And one, one eyebrow is fine. Thanks. I, I laminate them for you, but just one. I can't afford the other one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of trying to understand one another, this week in r slash ask reddit, the question was posed, what is a problem that you don't think the other sex would fully understand? This when your where... nuts dangle in the water when you're sitting down on the toilet. They'll it's never know. For, for you? Oh. <laughs> you don't understand that. Okay. They'll never know the plight. <laughs> so, uh, so it was kind of split between responses from several people. And then I'm not going to go into the ones that are necessarily female specific because I didn't understand them. <laughs> oh, God, got it. But there's a couple that are from dudes that you or you could tell were from dudes and I just want to run those by you real quick. See if I'm in yeah. tune with my male self. Okay. Exactly. Okay. By, by the way, if you're new to the show, welcome. <laughs> just, an, just an FYI. In the ways that men are masculine, generally I don't fit many of them. <laughs> okay. Maybe I'll start with the a, an opposite one for you then. Thanks. Willie, sometimes when you fart as a lady, it sneaks up into the front and whispers past your labia. Oh, and then, oh, hold on, I know this. Men will never experience refarting a fart. That's right. The comment, the top comment to that one is, oop, that went, went straight up the chimney. <laughs> <laughs> From some dudes, some urinals having a design engineering flaw that it, no matter where you direct your stream, you're going to get a bit of splashback onto your hands and clothes. What? I don't think I've ever gotten... What kind? What kind of uh, maybe, micro maybe penis do they have that it's going straight? It's going straight forward. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say maybe your PSI is a little a uh, little too high there, but <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Uh, or what about this? When you take your first pee in the morning and you accidentally produce a dual stream, missing the bowl with one or both. I have, and I feel confident saying this. Just to you, Scott. Everybody else, earmuffs. I feel confident <laughs> saying. That on many occasion, not recently, I have fully missed the toilet while peeing in the morning. Not for a lack of trying. <laughs> like that moment in me, myself, and Irene. Sometimes it just goes where it wants to. That's why I think we've talked about this in uh, older episodes, but I pee sitting down. It's just comfortable. Knees. It's because of your old knees. It's just, it's just that much more comfortable. Hit me with another here, Scott. That the, uh, the penis just sometimes goes hard for apparently no reasons, and I will just be shopping in the supermarket, and my penis will just get hard, and believe me, I ain't horny for no potatoes that are on sale. It just sometimes happens. <laughs> this, oh. Guys don't get a lot of casual affection. This Never. is the one that made me stop and think. It right? makes we me were sad. Just, we were just talking about how you said you don't fit into any of those masculine categories. Or how you feel like you don't. Mm -hmm. But when you see women just palling around with other women, uh, do you ever get jealous? Like, that's just how it is for that group of friends. But the responses to this one are plentiful. There's over 300 responses to this. And people are saying, like, this is something none of us like to admit. I feel you. 
Agreed. Am I the only one that watches Impractical Jokers and wishes they had friends like that? I haven't had friends for about 10 years now, and I do miss having a broski, so... It's sad, but yeah, we do, I think, based on the feelers we've put out there, we don't... Uh, Scott and I don't have a way to know what kind of demographic we have watching us. We just try to be all-inclusive to as many people outside of bigotry as we can, right? Sh- sure. We're not inclusive to bigots, is what I'm saying. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. <Okay. laughs> Sorry, guys. You just have to sit this one out. I mean... <laughs> If you want to take the bigotry off, then you can come inside. Yeah. This episode also brought to you by a flashlight. Nope. nope. <laughs> <laughs> took, took Scott a minute to get that one. Oh, come on, Willie. <laughs> no, not on me. Literally. Please. Literally. Please literally. Flashlight. Oh, come on, Willie. <laughs> <laughs> what were we talking about now? Oh, we're, we're... Affectionate bros. I don't want to get that affectionate with you, but... Today, I'm going on my, like, off-day walk. So, I'm going around Bidet Maka, Scott, just trying to get my miles in, Scott. And there's these two ladies, they're walking in front of me, and they're just animatedly talking about life. One lady says that, I'm doing this thing, and this other girl goes, oh my god, that would be so cute. And she goes, oh, thanks. And, like, it was just this casual (laughs) moment of, like, yeah, I've gotten that type of compliment so many times. If somebody said to me, oh yeah, man, that'd be really cute. I think I'd probably live with that moment for a really long time. I, I might try to dismiss it because I'm not I'm not comfortable getting compliments like that. So I might be like, go fuck yourself, man. What, what are you doing? But internally, I'd be like, ooh, that makes me feel nice. Yeah, I think we have a lot of, whether it's fears or insecurities that prevent us maybe from having that due to the, the masculine pressures that are put on men from all over, right? Family right. history, media and marketing. I know that like you and I are really close friends. It took, you know, our our painful histories to kind of bring us together and forge that friendship. And our buddy Chris, who we did a podcast with before, like we've sat down and we've had these, you know, strong, meaningful conversations. And I think it's it's just a normal thing that can happen. But as you get older, like this guy was saying, like he lost all of his friends when he must have moved or something. So it's just it's just hard to build up those relationships and trust people. I try to live my life in a way where I'm just like, this person is a human being and I will try to give them a compliment. Now for uh, cancellation reasons, it's hard to do it with women, I feel. Mm-hmm. Like it's hard to compliment them the same way another woman would. So I'm a little hesitant of that unless I know them better than just the average Joe Schmo. Like I don't think I could feel comfortable saying that to a stranger. I think it's possible for guys to have the same types of casual affectionate relationships it's just whether, like you were saying, is that person going to be accepting or re- capable of receiving that in a way that they don't have to try and disarm their own insecurities to feel that feeling? I think culturally, we are raised thinking we need to act a certain way. We need to project ourselves in a, in a certain way. Some things are wrong. It's immoral to have certain thoughts. And that challenges us to maybe dismiss some of those feelings that could otherwise just be good learning moments of nature versus nurture. Exactly. It's interesting that we're having this conversation because my story this week asks the question some of you might be asking, which is what happens if you take that bigotry too far? That lack of understanding, that lack of empathy and care for another human being. And what if you went the opposite direction? 
Scott, this week in Public Freakouts, the title of this story is Guy Harasses Women on the Beach Because They're Not Dressed Modestly. I oh. saw this video. It is I, appalling. I, I'll play Hilarious. A brief, I'll play a brief clip. Let let the listeners, because like you, uh, I'll paint the picture for people just listening. You're on a beach. You are sitting with your friends dressed in two-piece bathing suits. And a guy in shorts and a tank top comes up. I think he's got a backwards hat on. Does he have a hat on? I don't think it matters. He's a dick. Either, either way. Goatee. <laughs> and he's being filmed by you. You have your camera phone out and you're filming cap. him. Confirmed. Cap. It's a starter pack. I mean, we've seen it before. And he is just admonishing you for being dressed immodestly. And scene. So please leave us alone. Well, Kindly. Well, take, take young I'm at the beach in take, my bathing take, suit. Yeah, that's, that's a thong and that's a bra. Guys, a take, fucking bathing take suit, Take young sir. eyes into consideration. They don't need to see pornography right We're not coming up to you bothering you. Please go away. You're flaunting your stuff. I'm not flaunting anything. Don't look at me. How, how, you look around and, and you know the only thing that sticks out because your whole body Okay, well, showing. why are you looking at me? No, get the Close your eyes. What no. did you say? Gouge no. your eyes no. out if I fucking did bother I you. Did I ask you to talk to me? Here's the thing. Did we no. ask you? You didn't, you didn't but, there, but here's the thing. There's okay, free will in America. There's no, freedom bro, of speech. You don't no, have to get the fuck and, away. And if, and, if, and if men of God don't stand up, then our society's going to go go down the drain because there's no morality. I'm atheist. Sorry. Yeah, same. You're, okay, that, that, that's if you're an atheist, that doesn't mean you have to, you know, show your body off. You can still put clothes on. No, I can't with you. <laughs> hey, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Oh my god! Here's the thing. So embarrassing. I can't. I'm speaking truth. Your body will never ever satisfy. Please, please. The physical never ever satisfy. There's a longing in each of your hearts to actually be seen. The reason why. The reason why you're showing your body because you're like. Dude. Am I pretty enough? Please fuck off. We're definitely please pretty enough. Thank you. Hey, I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Yes, please. Leave us just, alone. Just next time you come to the beach and there's young eyes, take that into consideration. It was amongst many oh, I stories bet. this week of people who definitely got canceled for acting the way that they did. He got let go, didn't he? Yep. He worked. Uh, so TikTokers flocked to this story because it originated on TikTok. These girls posted the video there, made millions of views. It made its way onto Reddit, right? Because Reddit filters out the best videos, stories, and memes of the week. Front page of the internet. Now, we discover the person's name. This group of uh, TikTok anti-hatred evangelists went out, found the guy's name, found where he works, sent them the video. And this company, it was, uh, I believe, don't quote me on this because we're idiots. He worked for a Christian construction company. My naive gut reaction is like, oh man, they're going to keep him on. They let him go. But this is yeah. not what we stand for. Yeah, I read a link to that article. It was, it was a Christian-based company and they said, he does not align with our values, and so he is no longer with the company. Now, did you hear his TikTok response to this video? No. What did he say? He went on to say that he grew up in a really Christian household, and he was introduced to pornography at a really young age, around nine years old, and that tainted his life. That 
hurt him in ways that he can't define. And therefore, he felt this buildup of rage for the Lord to say something because these women should not be bringing out those feelings in him and therefore the other children on the beach. So instead of fully listening to his words and going, I need therapy, don't I? Yeah, buddy. This is a a shining example of how so many people are not even willing to look inwards and say, am I the problem right now? Is it me? Are we the baddies? (laughs) Oh my God. Did I, is this, am I on the dark side? Yeah. Yeah, Uh, you are. I would encourage people to do this a little bit more, to have that inner voice. Like if you're, if you're just getting triggered for some reason, before you even say a word, just in your mind, go to your little Zen place and then like take a step back and think like, okay, I'm just going to replay this real quick. This is what happened. This is what my immediate response was going to be. Is that appropriate for this moment? Or can I go matrix style, pull up those racks of other ways I could respond to this and maybe find a better one, one more suitable for the situation. Not a literal gun. Scott, <laughs> Scott gave an analogy. We're not talking about guns. We've talked a lot about starting school. We want to keep this positive. Please, please, please don't look for a different assault rifle. I know and Keanu we are Reeves talking is back. About- let's leave, let's leave the gunplay to him, please. New Matrix in theaters this this winter. We've been talking about that too. Not By one of the Wachowskis, I found out today. Not both. That's kind of sad. Oh, interesting. I thought the sisters did it together again. Uh, no, it's probably why they excluded the uh, the original Morpheus. Oh. That one came with one sister. Hmm. You know, there's probably some controversy here that I don't know about, and I'm making a joke that in a week when this goes live, I'll be like, ugh, that was uncomfortable. And if that happens to be the case, you can definitely reach out and yell at us at our socials, which are uh, where, Willie? You can find us on our Instagram at... Sub for that. You can find us on our TikTok. Sub for that podcast. Have a conversation with us over at Twitter Sub the number four that. You know what? And if you just want to rant and rave and tell us all all about your life stories or that Karen that you met, you can send us an email. Sub for that podcast at gmail.com. And on all of those socials, just stop by, say hi. That's okay, too. And that brings us to our last story of today. It's from uh, one of my new favorites that apparently keeps on tracking because I keep on finding good stories out of there. But this week in Life Pro Tips... Willie, if somebody gives you a gift, don't think about it in terms of the dollar value. Okay. Instead, think about how many hours worked it took them to earn that gift. A $100 gift could be more than a day's work for somebody. Understanding that can help you have perspective. You guys couldn't see my facial reaction, but oh man, I that made me stop and think for a second. Same. And, and here's how I relate to that. So I used to run Spartan races. And if you volunteer for a Spartan race, you get that race for free. Well, the race is a couple hundred bucks or a hundred dollars, something like that. And I thought to myself, is the, the eight hour day worth the investment post race? So you do the race on one day, the following day you do race cleanup. Is it worth that time and effort to do that? Or could I just take one less day of vacation or pay myself out for a day of vacation so that I can pay for the race. I have thought through that, but I've never put it on somebody else. That really makes you think about it. And the commenters really thought about it too, because there's some uh, differing points of view. Oh, interesting. Number one comment is I appreciate the perspective and I think 
it's valuable. However, some gifts don't need monetary value to be valued as well, like something passed down or handmade. Or don't think of the value of the gift at all. Think of it as a gesture. One of the best gifts I ever got was a handwritten note from overseas. It costs almost nothing, but it's worth far more than some stupid monetary calculation. I'm looking at this a little bit differently, and, and maybe you can tell me what your thoughts are on this. But when you initially read that, I read that as, what is that person's time? How valuable is their time to you? That's how I see yeah. that. Yeah, I agree. Now, in the case of the letter, that person probably put a ton of time and effort into what words they used, what paper they used, how they wrote it. There's a ton, a ton of thought and care put into that moment. A hand-me-down thing, I would argue, has the most amount of time put into it because it quite literally has generational time invested in that thing for me to say, I am willing to part ways with this thing so that you can have it. I agree, 100%. There's a couple more people who are like, if somebody gives you a gift, don't think about the dollar value and just be thankful someone gave you something. Thinking about cost slash value makes you a POS. <laughs> uh, if you look at a gift and think about how much the giver spent, you're a selfish asshole. Gifts are the, uh, about the thought, not the value. <laughs> That's spoken uh, like two people who've received a lot of gifts. You know, because the yeah, first just, rule of the internet, Scott, is what? Be attractive. And the second rule? Don't be not attractive. <laughs> That's why you fuckers yeah. are getting gifts left and right. <laughs> No, I think it goes back to what we said uh, a couple episodes ago. It's just, it's not necessarily how much something is, right? We talk about money. We beg for money on here all the time, or at least I do. Hey, Fleshlight. It's something that's great. It helps the world go round. It's how people are manipulated left and right. But at the end of the day, the thought behind it, the gesture, is really what should be taken at value. Thank you, all you lovely lurkers, for listening to the show. Like we said earlier, you can find us all over the internet. See your favorite memes on Instagram at sub for that. Join the conversation on Twitter at sub the number four that. Have a laugh on TikTok at sub for that podcast. Or let us know what you're thinking by emailing us at sub for that podcast at gmail.com. And remember, no matter what you're into. Whether it's cursed comments, not the onion, retrofuturism, or crypto markets. There's a sub for that.